What's up, everybody? Welcome to this special live episode of Team Chat Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined across the power of the internet by Rachel Mogan. Bonjourno. Bonjourno to you as well. How are you this fine Tuesday evening? I'm doing very well. I've got some good noms, some tasty drinks, and we get to talk about video games, which is our favorite thing. So hell yeah, I'm all about doing that. <laughs> yeah, it's a great we got a great night ahead. So yes, we're doing a special live episode. Why? Because there has been a literal metric shit ton of news that has come oh out God. over the past week or a week and a half or so. So we wanted to sit down and have a big live episode where we unpacked it all ranging from the Nintendo Direct that was earlier uh, in February to the PlayStation uh, Pokemon Presents to Anthem being canceled Whatever. There's been a ton of stuff. So just we stuff. just thought we just thought that, you know, hanging out here, chatting with you all would be a really fun way to cover all of this news. So that's why we're here on this episode of Team Chat Podcast, a video game show where we talk about games, the ones we love, the ones we hate and everything in between. New episodes come out on Tuesdays, 9 a.m. Central Time, unless, of course, we're doing special live episodes like this episode here, in which case the recording will be uploaded to YouTube podcast services the next day for those who were not able to join us live. You can find us on social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can join our Discord server. Links for all that are in the description below where you can join all that stuff. And finally, if you'd like to help make the show bigger and better, just like our other patrons, including our brand new patron, Zach S. Thank you, Zach, for joining the Patreon crew and help, helping support the show. Real uh, quick, so, real yes. quick. Zach S. Yes. is who recommended Paradise Killer to me. Oh, so, so you, very high standing. We hold him in high regards. All thanks, Zach, for Paradise Killer. <laughs> there we go. So just like Zach S., Susan M., James K., Ben W., Michael B., Fuchsia Rascal, Andrew M., Michael S., and Brandon W. have done, they are all supporting us over on Patreon.com slash Team Chat Podcast. Whereas for as little as a dollar a month, you can support the show and in return, we'll give you cool perks like getting the episodes early before it's general Tuesday release, access to a private channel on our Discord server, the Rogues Gallery, and uh, two weeks early access for people on our $5 tier to a your subsidiary show, Team Chit Chat, where we uh, talk about things in our lives that we like or dislike that aren't gaming related at all. So it gives us a chance to let everybody know, you know, like, Hey, kind of like who we are, what's going on and all that good jazz. So it's fun. Check it out. You can check that out. The most recent episode just went live for general release where Mogan and I told, uh, shared our top five songs from 2020, which was pretty fun. We had some pretty, uh, pretty good picks. I must say. If everyone that listened to that episode didn't immediately go listen to the Red Baron by Sabaton, you're all, you can't watch the I show I still haven't anymore. done it. I'm sorry. I still haven't done it. I keep forgetting. Oh my God. It's the best one. It's not the best one on there, but it's so good. It's a good one. It's a good one. Okay. I need to, I need to write some wrongs and, and listen to some Sabaton. Chop, chop. So we got some people in the chat already coming up to say hi. Uh, Doodle Bites says, dang ads making me late. No worry at all because uh we had a, like a slight tech difficulty and then we we're back we were, <laughs> I left we we're going call. live <laughs> she just up and pieced <laughs> out as soon as the call started thought i was gonna have to do it again oh uh we got bearded hobbit hello torque says hey i'm bim w i bim w torque uh snooty boots says sub friends and sammy d says hello with a good old thumbs up and snooty boots still says bug snacks still best song of 2020 hey snooty boots have you played bug snacks yet because my god that game is so good. So good. Very Hope you good. listened to our review episode a few weeks back. But hey, this is pretty cool. And I'm glad we already have some people here uh, in the chat hanging out with us because we have hit yet another milestone 
in uh in the world that is team chat podcast in that as of well today it's the the first day it's official but we are now sponsored by bowed up i know it's backwards but we are sponsored by bowed up so sponsored hashtag sponsored this episode of team chat podcast is brought to you for the first time ever by bowed up bowed up is a modern asian brand that combines traditional bow techniques with more modern and texas inspired fillings our goal is to provide a very convenient experience with satisfying food which i must say we're sipping on some delicious uh, boba teas right here. Mine is called Berry Crush. It's delicious. Mine is called Matcha Blossom. It's really good. It's got Ooh. like strawberries and I think a hint of citrus. And then, of course, the matcha flavor. So it's super it's good. good stuff. I'm a sucker for matcha and everything else. And it just makes it that much better. So what you got there was some uh, some dandan noodles, right? With spi- some to- the spicy dandan noodles uh, oh. with braised tofu, by the way, because I... When I can, I don't like to eat meat. And to my great surprise, a lot of places half-ass their tofu. I don't know if you're familiar with this struggle as a non-vegetarian as yourself. A, as a non-tofu eater, I'm not. So many places are just like, we'll just slap it in there raw. We're barely going to cook it. It's going to be a mushy mess. And I was very happy to see that the tofu was actually really nicely crispy fried. Um, Hell yeah. The best, the best way to make tofu. So it's delicious. They're providing us some delicious grub for our uh, our live episode tonight. So I've, I've already dug in. So sorry if these don't look pretty anymore because they're just too good. But I got the Texas Trio of bao buns. So I got one. Uh, I already got them open here. So we got like a, a nice chicken one. Ooh, Yum. No. Delicious. And then we have a uh, brisket one. There's those Texas fillings coming in to play. We and pronounce then of course, it brisquet in Texas. Brisquet. And then, of course, the classic pork bun as well. And oh, my dear God, it is delicious. Oh, yeah. And some fried chicken as well is in here, too. So it's all it's all delicious. We'll try to keep it under control, but I'm, I'm going to be able to, uh, you know, not resist eating some of this while we're going because it's it's good it's really good i will be able to resist but only because i don't want people to see me eating noodles (laughs) well that's i said like you can you don't don't eat it before because i didn't figure like we'd want to sit here and be like us just shoveling food in our faces but i will be sipping on this delicious delicious uh uh, berry crush absolutely man we got a lot of we got a lot of chat activity already my god well Let's just ignore them. <laughs> no, because they're all saying we sold out. I get it. I get it. But hey, it's a big exciting day because I mean, like, this is something that we've been going on. Uh, oh yeah, sadly, uh, Torque, this is a local Texas thing. It's in, um, it's in uh, Austin, I think, only at this moment. But they are actually yeah. opening a, a new location. I heard so you'll be seeing some more bowed up content as we continue to del- enjoy their delicious food over on our social medias and. And whatnot, because yeah, yeah, Sammy, you do have to fly to Texas because it is so good. It's also, very, if very you much do fly to Texas just to get bowed up, make sure you tell them who yeah, sent you. Yeah, exactly. Say team chat, team chat. You know what I mean? So, uh, I mean, it's a pretty big deal. It's a pretty big deal that we've been doing this show for five and a half years now, and we finally like locked down a sponsor. So I'm over the moon about it. I am happy. I'm celebrating. I'm dancing. I'm having a good time. But, uh, but yeah, so that out of the way that fun announcement and stuff like that like i said do we even have i forgot to ask do we even have a moment with mogan since we're talking about all the fun news but just no, like all the today, stuff okay this episode is, is a moment with mogan <laughs> exactly exactly so yeah we're uh, just gonna be uh, talking about some big video game news so where 
should we start? Well, I guess we technically so should much. start with what is out now and coming soon. So real quick, this we'll do the briefest of all with Bogus. I'm going to eat some okay. buns. Yeah, you eat your butts. Um, one of them is actually kind of interesting. Uh, Harvest Moon One World is out now for Nintendo Switch as of today, actually, March 2nd. Maquette is that new game for PlayStation 5, PS4, and PC. Maquette is also one of the uh, free PS Plus games right now. So if you have a PS5, I believe it's the free PS5 game. Uh, Neptunia Virtual Stars is out for PS4. Yakuza Like a Dragon is out for PS5 as of March 2nd. Poyo Poyo Tetris 2 is coming to PC uh, tomorrow on March 3rd. Oh no, this one's hard to say. Oh no, these are probably both JRPGs. Okay, <coughs> one of them is called R No Surge, No Surge DX for PS4, Switch, and PC. Also, CL No Surge, No Surge, Unknown DX. Anyways, there's two games that are very similarly titled out for PS4, Switch, and PC as of March 4th. Loop Hero, which I've actually heard a little bit about. Loop Hero is out for PC on March 4th. Sea of Solitude Director's Cut, actually one of the games from a Nintendo Direct a while back that I actually do really want to play. So Sea of Solitude Director's Cut is coming to Switch on March 4th. Two Point Hospital Jumbo Edition is for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch on March 5th, and that gets us through the rest of this week. So, chew, chew, I'll have to, I'm gonna stall while Jared's chewing. How about that weather, everybody? <laughs> Been chilly out there. Cold ah, okay. day. I'm okay, good. there we go. <laughs> mm, chicken. Just can't get enough. It's so good. I don't do well carrying the show on my own. <laughs> I, guess I, I guess I could have read the chat. <laughs> Think about it. Whoops. Well, let's get into this. Let's. We got a lot of news to run through, which we're not going to talk about every single game, every single announcement, I feel like, because there's just too many. We'll be here for five hours. And I don't know about you guys, but I had a long day and I'm kind of having to like pet myself up here a little bit. Had a video shoot today, which just it doesn't matter if those are five minutes or two hours. I am drained after I'm done with one of those. And this one, like I had to go run around all over the place. Uh, so I am a little, little on the sleepy side. Fortunately though, again, got this delicious food to give me the energy to get through, but let's start with the Nintendo direct from February 17th. Lots of big stuff came out of this one. I feel like. Yeah. Uh, like where to even start? <laughs> well let's uh do you want to hit with the big thing or like some of the smaller things first well yeah i guess we'll just say start with the biggest thing for me and probably most people i know personally uh the biggest news from the nintendo direct was splatoon 3 baby i was shocked it, i i do i literally didn't see it coming maybe some other people were like oh yeah it's probably gonna be splatoon 3 i didn't i didn't really have super high confidence that they were even gonna make a splatoon 3 uh, so, yeah, I'm extremely excited about Splat 3. I cannot possibly wait to play it. It is currently slated for approximately 2022. You know me. I'm I'm not going to say it's coming out in 22, 2022 until it actually happens. So, right. 
Uh, I'm going to assume 2023, which lines up nicely with Splatoon 3, but whatever. And there are a lot of people, and I'm kind of in this boat, that are thinking that when Splat 3 comes out, it might accompany a mid-console upgrade or like a mm. pro version of the Switch. I yeah. think that's probably going to happen. Nintendo has, of course, not said anything about it, and they're mostly denying that it's going to happen, but I think that's highly likely. I mean, uh, it makes sense, though, right? Like, it's sense. games are getting more and more, more complex, and, and I know that like they're doing a great job of bringing games to the switch like case in point like bring games like witcher 3 over to the switch yeah you know but if you're going to keep bringing big big titles like that which the demand for those titles to come to the switch due to its popularity are just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger you gotta you gotta accommodate somewhere in the middle you can't just always be like well you're going to get a subpar version of the game because it's on the switch no you gotta you gotta be able to be like you can play this reliably on the go well the benefit of splatoon of course is since it's made for the switch that you know the what you're getting is what they put into it so it's not right. like there's a big i don't know technological downgrade with that but the big thing that most people are really really crossing their fingers for and i think there actually is a little bit of evidence to support this now is that they're finally i think going to do dedicated servers for splatoon mm. online which god knows the game desperately needs it for a game that like gets its the majority of its play through online why oh, you didn't do it. that in the beginning yeah. the, like, I mean, is astounding the, the single player campaign for splatoons one and two is so negligible that most people don't know it's there they're like there's a what now <laughs> single player? It, it's, it's kind of like the reverse of the multiplayers that they always shoehorn into single player games like tomb raider it's like the tomb raider games had a multiplayer why yeah so it's it's the reverse of that but yeah uh the trailer was really interesting it really just kind of confirmed a lot of lore that you know splatoon has just been building up over time in that the inklings live in a post-apocalyptic earth where humans have gone extinct and squids and octolings morphed out of the seas because they were like oh earth's free now cool we're we're gonna we're gonna go up there uh the the trailer like overlooked a just bleak totally not bombed out but just totally barren desert with an upside down eiffel tower like jammed into the ground and i was like (laughs) interesting So the point is Splatoon 3 and Splatoon in general confirmed takes place in a post-apocalyptic earth with that, which I think is wonderful. And the confirmed reason for that, if you go back to the lore from Splatoon 1 and maybe Splatoon 2, like the pages that you can find in that single player mode that nobody played, Mm -hmm. um, it confirms that it's like an environmental disaster. So it's like, hmm, cool. A little close to home. Love seeing that writing on the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Just know that once humanity is destroyed, the octolings and the squids will take over. The other really interesting thing from the trailer is it looked like there were no spawn points. It looked like uh, you were kind of doing the airdropping thing into Mm -hmm. the map, which I think is a really good change because spawn points naturally in the context of Splatoon lead to spawn camping. And I feel like getting rid of the spawn point is a great way to get rid of spawn camping. So I think that's a great change right off the bat. And then I'm sure if you look closer, there's tons of little hints and whatever in the trailer but i just kind of blacked out after they showed the first part and i was like okay that's all i need to know so splat 3 it's my biggest news from the direct i'm very excited about it did you know it was going to be splatoon until you like did it have to take them showing one of the squidlings or, of course or for not. you to no. know or were you like no exact, i know what this is yeah, the exact second any of it popped up i was like oh i know what this, this is splat <laughs> nice because, nice i mean the point the whole point of splatoon is it's so easily recognizable there's Mm. nothing else that looks like splatoon 
So we're going to get more Amiibos too, I hope. Is Nintendo still making Amiibos? Yeah, they know. are. Because actually okay, I was <laughs> I had pre-ordered the, one of the Amiibos from the Super Mario 3D World that just came out because it was it was Cat Mario. And oh. I pre-ordered it because I was like, oh, that'd be a perfect thing to put up on our shelf for when Delightful. we go back into. But then uh, because of the, the damn storm, I couldn't get to a Best Buy and they canceled my pre-order. So. Oh, that's very get sad. It. Did you get the game at least? No, I haven't got the game yet. Um, I think we'll we'll get it soon because I, uh, Sam saw some stuff about it and we were like, oh, and she was like, oh what's this? You could be a cat. And I was like, hell yeah, yeah, you can be a cat. She will so, love that game. Yeah. So I knew she would be really excited about that one too. So we'll be getting it soon. Just haven't picked it up yet. Very nice. So what else uh, from the Direct do we need to cover? Well, we could spend some time talking about Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, but honestly, like, cool. It's two new characters that I know nothing about. Sorry. <laughs> so, like, my excitement kind of ended as soon as they showed no those offense. from a Xenoblade Chronicles 2, right? Yeah. All you need to know about the new characters is that they're waifu bait. They're just... Bo- <laughs> I mean, this is not, like... They're, they're boob sword girls. That's all you need to know. And it's like, okay, cool. And that's all some people need. That's all some people need. So good, good for them. <laughs> Excited that more Xenoblade. Oh, Snooty, Snooty Boots is one of those people. He, he yeah. says, "I think Pyra looks cool." Yeah, I because I <laughs> it's Pyra and Mithra, right? I believe yeah. are the characters' names. Yeah. But um, at first, I thought it because I could not tell. I don't know the difference between the two. I was like, "Are they putting really bringing in more Fire Emblem characters?" Well, they're not but, technically Fire Emblem. Uh, I know it's a it's a different series, but I thought it was just like I couldn't tell the difference. Basically, is what yeah. I'm saying is what I'm saying. So yeah, I was just like, hmm, I don't. Uh, okay, I'll be fine with this. Uh, let's see. We got uh, Mario Golf, a new a new golf uh, Mario Golf Super Rush. Yeah, don't care about Mario Golf. No offense, gonna skip straight over that because the next one that they talked about, I actually do find really interesting. Uh, and speaking of like waifu baits, this seems like the kind of game that's gonna have waifus and husbandos aplenty. Uh, it is the next whatever project. Yeah, we'll yeah. call it a project, I guess. It's the next project from the team that did Octopath Traveler. And the name of the new game is just as stupid as the other. I don't know what it is about this developer. All of the Bravelys are stupidly named. Octopath Traveler is the most dumb name I can think of. <laughs> and then the new game is called like Project Triangle Strategy or some yeah. absolute bullshit. Which so, I get. I, oh I get God. like Octopath Traveler. You have eight characters and they're all on their own path. Octo, sure. eight, yes. path. Okay, yeah. cool. It's a little and on they're the traveling. nose. And they're it's traveling. It's a little on the nose. On the but, oh my god triangle strategy though so you know bro mogan and i every time we're talking about anything we try to make it as stupid as we can so with octopath graveler of course no, i think i even said it wrong with <laughs> octopath traveler our go-to is octopus graveler and with triangle strategy i've been like workshopping a few new names that i think yeah, i'm gonna yeah. give it my favorite so far is triad um oh what's it called Tri triad Oh, I had a good one for it. It was something really dumb. <laughs> strangler? Triad Strangler? That sounds about right. Anyway, so the Triad Strangler, and that's the new game coming out from the team that did Bravely Octopath. You get I mean, you it got people excited, but I was I was just so confused about, again, yeah. like it's going, and I was just like, is this Octopath 2? And they're like, it's Project Triangle Strategy. I'm like, is this Octopath 2? Yeah, no. I, I still didn't know, but it's different. So the gist of, about Triangle Strategy then is that it's not uh, related in any way, shape, or form to Octopath Graveler. 
Octopath Traveler <laughs> or the Bravely Default series. It's its own standalone game. And unlike the other ones, which are traditional or more traditional JRPGs, this is a strategy RPG. So it does it does look like it's going to play kind of similar to how a Fire Emblem game would. So people that are familiar with Fire Emblem's uh, gaming mechanics, triangle strategy will probably be right up your alley. The crux of the, like... Um, conflict at the heart of triangle strategy is that you play as a character who's having to balance like the political agendas between three separate nations as they fight for i think it said like iron and oil i don't know it was maybe salt it may have been salt salt. maybe like iron and salt it's two like basic resources but the point is it, it looks awesome it does have the graphics of octopath traveler but increased even more so. Made it looked very better. pretty. I liked it. it. I liked its look a lot. So I'm really excited about Triangle Strategy. And there's a demo out now. So if you want to play Triad Strangler, it's on the Nintendo eShop. Go check it out. We've got a couple of we've got a couple good uh, name suggestions. Trigon Dice. Struggle Bus. Trigon oh, Struggle Bus. Best one. <laughs> Benedict. It's followed by Benedict Cumberbatch and Benjamin Cumberland. Um, <laughs> we also have Triangle Emblem. Three octopaths and Burlington Code Factory. <laughs> I like that one too. That's a good one, Torque. I like that a lot. Oh, um, so let's see. Uh, some some of the smaller announcements that I was excited about. Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout is coming to the Switch. Which Ooh. also, did you see the news about that? That Epic Games bought yes. Media Tonic. Yeah. Tonic, their developer. That news happened like just today. So yeah. Fall Guys has officially been bought by the Epic Games Store. So good for them question mark i guess Which, i'm proud yeah i don't we know made a successful game and, and you know got acquired that's every business's dream i do worry that this means we'll never get a true hotful boyfriend too but whatever mm, who knows epic games might be down for it um but the exciting thing about it for me about that coming to switch is means i'll probably actually play it more because I'm, I'm sorry it's just like when i am gonna sit down and play at my ps5 or something like that i don't really want to play something like fall guys i want to play something big and expansive and you know something like ac valhalla kind of stuff but man if i can just pick up and play a couple of games on the switch from wherever i am absolutely i'm very much down for that uh and then also uh apex legends is coming to the switch on the oh this friday actually or saturday march march 5th or 6th so that's exciting too uh outer wilds is coming to switch which that's one that i've heard so much about and i listened to the soundtrack not too long ago Hot damn, is that soundtrack good? Holy I, shit. Outer Wilds is one of those games that, you you know, it's the same deal. We heard everybody talk about it, especially during award season for games. And we were yep. like, looks like a pretty sweet game. And that's just like, but all these other games that we already have. Well, we can't play it because if everybody else is talking about it, then, you know, then it's just, yeah, we're, we just we're just too talk, cool for that. Yeah, we have to talk about bug snacks and Poyo Poyo Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> exactly so that's pretty cool uh that that is coming because i will uh, same i was just like oh yeah i'll i'll i want to give that a play on there um got that uh, star wars hunters that's I, I mean it's combat arena game set you like post oh pups are gone uh set like you know post i think it's a, it's like in after return of the jedi but it's also made by zynga which zynga? makes me think zynga, zynga yeah it's so I'm kind of like, oh, this is going to be fraught, fraught 
with microtransactions, I bet. So well, what else has Zynga made? They're mostly mobile, a mobile game developer. Oh no. So yeah, <laughs> that's I, not I, good. I'm, I'm like star Wars. Yay. Microtransactions. You know, that's, that's got no. me a little worried. So yeah, we, uh, we might not be doing that one. Oh, I mean, no. I'll definitely try it out because it's star Wars. Duh. But like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not holding my, holding my breath for it. Oh, uh, Jewel Bides is sad that Fender's gone. Yeah, I know. He's, uh, also, he, he might be back. He says that the TriStrat demo was really fun, but way too long and had too many cutscenes. Good to know, because that probably means know. the game is full of cutscenes. So if you're oh, not imagine. into that, don't play it, I guess. <laughs> um, I think that was pretty much the big... Oh, and then, of course, the big, the big one of the big like reveals that they had from the event was that Zelda Skyward Sword is being remastered in HD for Switch. How do you How do you feel about that? So here's the thing. Father Mike, Father Pope Michael, uh, what's his actual name? What is he? Just my place? <laughs> Just place. I, I only know him by the name that I have ascribed to him um, from other communities. Anyways, Just Mike Plays like came out on Twitter, like for all the world to see. And he was like, Does anybody actually care about Scoured Sword remake? And I was like, <laughs> first of all. What do you know about Scarlet <laughs> <laughs> Yes, me! I'm the one that's excited about it. I have been praying legitimately for years that Skyward Sword would get a port to Switch. And they finally did it. Nintendo finally gave me what I wanted. The only way they could have topped this is if they had announced in the same breath that Manish Cap was coming to the Switch too, and they weren't going to do anything to it, and it was just just Manish Cap. They were just going to put it on the Switch. Excellent. Cool. Obviously, that didn't happen, but Skyward Sword Remake did happen. Yes? Dumb question, Amnesty. What's Manish Cap? Another Legend of Zelda game from the Game Boy Advance era. Ah, okay, cool. One just of the best know. ones of all time. We'll talk just about did, it. I just, on, I just didn't on know. A future episode. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah. But uh, let's. I was pretty like. I'm not going to say I was excited for it. I was just you're like, oh, that's cool. I'm not going to play all it. Know you're not going to play it. <laughs> now, the big but thing that I will did, say, I was very, I was very intrigued though by the Joy Cons being the Sword and Shield. That yes. got me interested. But so, I don't know if that's enough to sell me on playing. So that's, of course, a callback to the motion controls from the Wii, because Skyward Sword was a Wii game. Like, that's how old it is. Skyward Sword came back, came out, back when I was studying abroad. That's oh, how wow. long ago it was. Where did like, you study oh, abroad at? Spain. Nice. I was in Spain, and my host brother got Skyward Sword. And I was like, don't tell me anything about it. D- don't don't show it to me don't tell me anything about it i'm gonna play it when i get home so of course he didn't he kept up his end of the bargain but one day he was playing it in his room and i heard beetle's voice <gasps> and i was like oh, beetle he made it beetle made it into scoured sword so i have a lot of like memories and fondness attached to scoured sword but also i just really like the game i think it's one of the most visually interesting of the zelda games i think it in large part informed uh the later art style that would make it into breath of the wild yeah. uh, which on the timeline um skyward sword as far as release date goes was the last zelda game before breath of the wild and it kept a couple of the um mechanics that they kind of introduced in skyward sword as well which the direct did touch on the fact that you could you know acquire crafting materials and then make them into things it kind of touched on that so you can definitely see the through lines of how they took ideas from Skyward Sword and eventually put them into the into Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people hated 
the motion controls, though, which is exactly what you just talked about. I never had that problem. I'm good at motion controls, so I don't <laughs> care. Uh, but many people had a lot of trouble with the motion controls. So I do, and this is something that people really complained about then and continued to complain about. Nintendo actually listened and gave the option of using the motion controls to play the game or to use the D-pad, uh, basically just directional pad. The analog mm -hmm. stick? I don't know. They found some way to make it to where you can play the game without the Joy-Cons, which is great for Switch Lite users. So I think that's a really nice accessibility feature. So I'm all for it. Cannot wait for Skyward Sword to come out. I will buy it the day it releases. And Are you going to get the special Joy-Cons? Yeah, obviously. Duh. <laughs> Literally duh. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh, I just wanted to pop over to the chat because Kirok stopped in. So I want to say hello, Kirok. How's it hello, going? Kirok. Um, so anything else from the Nintendo Direct that really stood out to you? Or do you want to move on to the next big uh, presentation that we have to cover? I think I'm really excited. I think we're ready to move on. But just real quick, Bearded Hobbit is also stoked for Skyward Sword Remake. Uh, a person of culture. Thank you. Sammy D, on the other hand. Didn't even play it. Not a person of culture. Shame on you. Sandy. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Torque. It's okay that you haven't played it much because you did play Manish Cap. Person of culture. And then Kirok, he says he has Manish Cap. The question is, did you play Have you it, Kirok? Manish Cap? Or do you just own it? <laughs> I would like to know. And then I will judge <laughs> you accordingly. <laughs> All right. So then let's go ahead and move on. Two, should we do the state of play or the Pokemon presents, or do we want to talk about some Anthem news? Let's let's go ahead and get Anthem out of the way. I got a let's boba by accident. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! It exploded. <laughs> Just like the Orbeez. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> oh, sick, dude. Oh man. <laughs> well, yeah. So we'll go ahead and, and talk about. Uh, of Bearded Hobbit says, on Mogan's person of culture list is going on my resume. Yeah, you put that under your accomplishments <laughs> section. Awards and accomplishments Awards right and there. achievements. Yeah, you should go on ahead and talk about Anthem just because... It's a shorter one. Not much, to, so not much to say. say about it. Yeah, we kind of already said everything that we can say about Anthem over the two years since it came out back in 2019. Uh, the gist is that after dragging this out and honestly i don't know why they dragged it out this long i don't know why they tried EA... to make something amazing from the ashes they tried to be a phoenix yeah. yeah they they tried to be a hello games with the uh the no man's, no man's sky, sky and they just couldn't hack it so i'm not terribly surprised because hello games had the benefit of being a small studio and when they put all of their efforts into one game, they had all of the control and all of the artistic power. So they got to do whatever they wanted with their game, even when it was a massive failure. They got to make it into a massive success. Uh, EA, not known. Not they don't really have an excuse. Not, not particularly known for, um, I think, giving their developers a lot of room to breathe. Uh, so... Yeah, when Anthem didn't do well, when it came out and it was buggy and boring, eventually, once you'd played a few missions, you'd played all of them, they never fixed any of the core issues with it, like the uh, the loot. Um, they never really fixed that. So it just never went anywhere, and it died a slow, or I guess you could say fast, a slow and fast. Yeah, I mean, the player base dropped off really quick. and then real quick. And then, of course, it wasn't too long before they were like, oh, okay, we're going to try for Anthem 2.0, which, I, I mean... 
yes, we talked about at length, even in our first initial review of the game, we talked about the problems that the game had. We talked about the issues with the loot and how we kind of got to the end. We're like, all right, we're now just very much in a heavy grind. And we talked about how the story was, was rough. But the game's saving grace, in my opinion, and why I hoped to God that Anthem 2.0 was going to become a reality is because of how damn fun it was to fly around in those javelin suits. Dude, they got that part right. They got that part almost right. The only thing I would have changed is make it no limits. Make it limitless. Make oh, it without you having your jetpack? Yeah, you, if yeah, you yeah, would yeah. be able to stay in the air forever, I probably would have kept playing because I just would have been like, just living in my own little flight simulator because the the map was really interesting the world it was very pretty fun it was very pretty it was nice to just kind of go around and explore to an extent because eventually you ran out of stuff to explore and you know there's just there just wasn't enough to sustain that game and uh, yeah. after many um, updates about how they were laying out a roadmap and how they were going to do all this that and the other to make the game better none of the roadmap things actually wound up happening. I don't think except for, because well, I think the they eventually cataclysm. were do what except for, I think the first cataclysm. Yeah. The big, the first yeah. like event they had in world event. And yeah, they didn't have another one of those after. So, no. cause then it was going to be like, Oh, we're going to revamp it and you're going to see it all in 2.0. The only, the blessing in disguise, I guess you can say about this is now though, it has caused EA or and especially with Bioware to, rethink their offerings of games as a service. Whereas now like they've, they've come out and said like, Hey, we had plans to make dragon age Four, the upcoming dragon age four. We had plans for that to be like a, a live service model, oh, very multiplayer focused stuff like that. They've scrapped that now. They're like, we're not doing that. We're going to refocus it on a single player game because of the success of the single player. Fantastic story. Jedi fallen order. I mean, that is wonderful news. I completely agree. But I we talked about this on our Discord. The fact that they even thought that what their player base wants from Dragon Age was a multiplayer live experience, the fact that they even thought that yeah. that would be what people wanted is, it's just sad. Like, it's well, alarming I mean, I... and it's sad because if they had polled people like, hey, what do you want from Dragon Age? You know what the answer would have been? Would have been, I want to romance everybody, but no romance. Just let me romance all the people twenty four seven. I don't know anybody who's played Dragon Age that was like, oh man, I really wish this were an online multiplayer live service game. No one. That's yeah. no Dragon Age fan. So well, because Dragon Age, Dragon Age Inquisition did have a multiplayer capacity, which I have not even touched. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and then and like, but I could see how if you did have the ability to like have a party and then you could like swap out a party member for a friend like and play with them for a while that would be fun like in the main campaign i could see that being a ton of fun but no like as a as the general rule if it was based around having to be like loot ha hunting constantly you know raids dumb stuff like that no i would have been like you've totally lost what dragon age feel what dragon age is and what it's and what it should be. So I'm glad that they pulled that. They pulled the plug on that because I was just like, whoo buddy like that. That made me feel really good about it. Okay. I have a suggestion for EA. Are you ready for this? I'm ready for it. Hit me with it. Okay. EA. Here's the thing. You can make dragon age work as a live service game, but here's the thing. It can't be multiplayer. Okay. But you can have the weekly challenges and like the weekly raids in the form romance you can you can make it to where like this. let's say i don't know maybe it's 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 
July 7th, and a new week has started, and you have just learned via the bulletin board in Dragon Age. I don't know what kind of new system. The the, the corner crier, perhaps? The courier, the courier pigeon. A local bard, perhaps, has informed you that one of the romanceable people has just broken up with their significant <gasps> other and is now available. And you have one week to win their heart or they'll get back together with their ex. EA, I have so many ideas. I love Give this idea. Call. I think we can make this work. Um, I will. I'll help. I'll help you turn this ship around. <laughs> I mean, they need to listen to us now because we are a sponsored podcast and yeah. like our, our opinion really matters now. So, yeah. you know, sponsor. <laughs> um so uh snooty boot says was dragon age an xbox exclusive no it was on both uh consoles for a while um or always it was on xbox and ps4 and pc i believe you can play it on there i've played dragon age one and two all the way through to completion and they're great like two is one is definitely better than two and i still need to get around to finishing inquisition at some point i restarted it a couple months ago and then get fell off again I love the world. It's just, my God, sometimes jumping into those huge RPGs is just hard to do sometimes. Yeah, and Dragon Age is a big one. Dragon Very Age is one big. of the big RPGs. So yeah. I, I but can't, Origins, can't Dragon Age Origins. Yeah, Dragon Age Origins is a fantastic game, though. Uh, so let's see. The nice thing, though, is about this, too, is that EA is, like, there's an article put up by Game Informer. Uh, Leanna Rupert wrote it uh, on March 1st, so yesterday. Talking about how now, kind of because of the shakeup with Anthem a little bit too, that's also played an influence with uh, by with EA and stuff like that, and how they're going to handle their their studios that are making games for them. Because now, obviously, they have like Respawn out there doing Apex Legends, uh, who they previously developed Titanfall. There's a new Titanfall game. You know, they have the Titanfall franchise is still ongoing. There's the Jedi Fallen Order sequel, and then obviously all the other mass studios that are under the EA banner. And basically. Uh, the it's with an interview. Sorry, should have seen who this who they're interviewing for this article. Laura Miel, M I E L E. Miel. Say that Miel. Miel. Yeah. Uh, she who, she is the <laughs> she is the chief <laughs> studios officer for EA and sat down with IGN in an interview and said at one part uh, this from the article while EA retains the right to have final say as the publisher the company is moving in a direction to provide quote more creative autonomy that has always existed on some level, but will now be a bigger focus. So that kind of seems like they're letting up the, the reins a little bit, loosening the leash as it were on their, on their studios to kind of let them maybe not stick their hands in it where like they're saying, Hey, you need to make dragon age, a live service game. They're going to be like, okay, okay. You guys know what's up. You know what you need to be doing. We'll let you do that. Hopefully that becomes the case, but Let's, you know, show to me first. Yeah, exactly. You say it. I'm not going to believe that until it's actually proven to be true. Um, you know, especially with press releases like this or when when publishers start talking like this, it's usually it's it's a bait and switch. It's a yeah. thing of like, oh, yeah, we're definitely going to do that thing that you've been saying we're, we're dicks for doing. We're, we're going to fix it. Don't worry about it. They're not going to fix it. They're so not. I'll, but, you know, I'll believe I will them say when they do it. I will say. They turned around the Battlefront 2 situation. We've talked about that in length. We but have. like that, they fixed that. So maybe they're going to fix this. I don't know. Still, I want to see. But I have a smidgen of faith that it might happen. Tiny smidgen. Little smidgen. Tiny little smidgen. Tiny, tiny, tiny. Unlike these gigantic buns. <laughs> 
from Balda. You're probably first um, placement. <laughs> my smidgen is as small as one of the boba from this <laughs> Brandon Weaver says in the chat, bring back Dead Space, damn it. Yeah, I would like to see a new. Oh, they, yeah. What is that one game that was announced at Game Awards that's like from the creators of Dead Space? Uh, I know what you're talking about, but I also. I'm blanking on the recall. name. But maybe that will be the new the new uh the new dead space. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. All right, well let's go ahead then. We'll jump in. we'll save the uh state of play for last. Let's go ahead and jump into the Pokemon presents then. Let's there. tell me I am one. It's been discussed on this show before, but I am very just plain dumb when it comes to Pokemon. Although I will have this short aside that I went to, you know how McDonald's was recently having the thing where you could, in their Happy Meals, you could you would get a booster pack of Pokemon cards. Well, we went to McDonald's a few weeks ago at this point, before the storm, before the winter apocalypse. And we and we got a happy meal. So I was like, yeah, why not? Get a get ourselves a little Pokemon card. So I, you know, opened up. These are the first Pokemon cards I've ever owned in my damn life. Wow. Never opened a, a set before. So I'm ready to start building my deck here. With these four. Okay. So I got Scorbunny. Oh, Scorbunny, of course. Scorbunny. I say Scorbunny. It's probably Scorbunny. <laughs> then we got a little... Whoop, a, focus a little, up. Focus a little, up. A little lizard man. Why won't you focus? Urgh. You have to do the, you have to do the thing that beauty gurus do. You have to put your hand behind it. Oh. Yeah. Like what? Oh, no, like this? There you go. <laughs> That's not doing anything. Well, anyway, not doing right. <laughs> whatever. Trico, Trico, we'll sure. say. Then we got this dude. Oh, Cinequil. Cinequil. But then. Kacha. Is a, a shiny hollow Pikachu. Incredible. Which we looked up. This baby's like a hundred bucks. Really? Yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> I Googled it and like damn. did the look. People are selling it. And I was like, well, hot damn. Well, my hot first damn. ever Pokemon booster pack. But anyway, that was just fun. Some fun little funds that I had there. But uh, what is the, I mean, I mean, that might be eBay prices too. I'm seeing somebody being like a hundred dollars, but yeah, maybe that's just the eBay prices. The scalpers out there trying to take yeah. advantage of the little kids who didn't get the Pokemons that they Probably. wanted. But still, you know, I can ride that cash cow. I don't care. I have no, I have, my heartstrings aren't tied to Pokemon. Yeah, but anyway, good for you. tell me why I should care now about Pokemon, because obviously they announced some big things well, in this Pokemon presentation. Personally, I don't think any of this is going to really float your boat, but I was excited about all of this stuff. Um, so we'll start with the lesser news first. We just got another look at Pokemon Snap, which we already know it's coming out. Everybody, myself included, are very excited about Pokemon Snap. It in is April, releasing. right? Yes. Oh, sorry. I would just shut up and, and wait. April 30th. <laughs> so we got another look at this game. It's coming out on April 30th. It is going to have the various regions of Pokemon, and they showed off a few different mechanics of the game. I think some of the things that I'm more excited about are that it does seem to give you incentive to revisit areas again and again to make sure that you learn everything about all the Pokemon that you possibly can there, which then unlocks new like things that you can see them do. So I'm very excited about Pokemon Snap. I think everybody should try it. I, I really do hope it's I hope it's really good because I'm planning to pick this game up and I have I have high hopes for it. Nice. The other surprise announcement that I did not see coming and that I'm very excited about 
is they are remaking in a really cute style Diamond and Pearl. So there's going to be two new installments, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Uh, and if these aren't inspired by Steven Universe, I don't know what it is. <laughs> but anyways, so the Diamond and Pearl games, those are old AF by this point. Um, mm -hmm. I think Snooty Boots loves Diamond and Pearl. Were those Game Boy Advance? Is that when Diamond and Pearl came out? I don't have the exact year on hand, and I didn't bother to look it up, so... Because we don't need to know these things. We're sponsored, <laughs> yeah, damn it. We're sponsored. <laughs> Anyways, so Diamond and Pearl are really old. I had no idea that they were going to be re remaking them. And coming from that um, very simple, pixelated 2D Game Boy style, bringing that into the Switch, they did it in a really fun way. Because it's still kind of that top-down look at the game, except for mm -hmm. when you're in combat, where it gets to be more 3D. But it's still that top-down look, but it kind of got a similar treatment, not the same, not quite the same, but a similar treatment to what Link's Awakening got, where they kind of just updated everything a whole lot and gave it almost like a toy-like look, but it's still very much Pokemon. So I won't say that that's even a, a close comparison, but that's kind of the idea, is that they took a really old game that was for a system that by now is super outdated, and they just jazzed everything up a whole lot, and they're slapping it onto the Switch, which I, for one, am super excited about, because I hope, I really hope, that they don't mess with the uh, battle mechanics too much. I hope that they don't dumb it down. Yeah. Um, some of the newer Pokemon games have been a little bit too easy, and I hope that Diamond and Pearl don't get anything that makes them a little bit too too dumb. <laughs> so anyways, Diamond and Pearl are coming out. I have no idea when. I think they said late 2021, so hopefully uh, end of this year. Um, yeah, late 2021 is all they're saying on here. And uh, Snooty Boots says that it was, o and Torque say that it was OGDS is when the, oh, the OG Nintendo yes. DS. Okay. Didn't and then I guess uh, Snooty Boots is waifu is in one of these games. It is his waifu is Cynthia, and she is very pretty. So I totally get it. Very nice. So now the the last like big announcement I feel like from this too was that they're finally doing a open world Pokemon game, the Pokemon Legends Arceus, which was announced for early 2022. Now this, our friend Roro, friend of the show Roro, he tweeted this out. This is where I first saw that this was coming out. And I responded to him and said, is this the first Pokemon game I play? Because it's open world. I'm a little more open to that game style and gameplay. So I don't know. But what's the what's the big stuff about about this one? Honestly, I don't really have that much to say about it because we Other don't really yeah, we don't really know that much about it yet. Um, it does take place in the Sinnoh region, which I think is really fun. So it's going to be a prequel of sorts. That is a different Pokemon story that's going to take place in the Sinnoh region. So I think it looks really interesting. Mm -hmm. I do obviously just want to, you know, know a lot more about it because right now it's very, you know, it could, uh, it could kind of be anything right now. Right. It does have very strong Breath of the Wild vibe, which... I, I don't hate. I, I think that that's a good thing. I think Breath of the Wild success should absolutely be translated as, hey, maybe we should try this with some other other games. Right. So I'm not totally sold yet, but I think it's a really interesting idea. And I do really like that they are trying something new with Pokemon. Because Pokemon, aside from you know some of the Gigantamaxing from the recent games, that kind of thing, has always followed a pretty standard formula outside mm -hmm. of the Mystery Dungeon games. 
uh, and Detective Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that I think it's a really good thing that they're trying something new with it. Uh, I want to see a lot more about it before I say I'm really excited about it. Uh, honestly, I'm more excited for the Diamond and Pearl remakes. Uh, those really got my interest. Arcs, I. Arceus, Arceus, I honestly don't know how to say it. Arceus looks really cool, but I just need more information. Nice. Well, yeah, I'm sure we'll be getting, I mean, that's not going to be until early 2022 at the earliest. So, I mean, we got plenty of time to learn a little bit more about this one. But, I mean, the chat is very much echoing what you're saying in that they, like, uh, Doodlebys is saying, like, they've been same, very same, samey for a long time. Torque was saying the same thing, like, just... They're, they're too similar. So the, it's kind of nice to see that amidst all the remakes, but then also Snooty Boots does say that uh, Mystery Dungeon games are severely underrated. But still, it's nice to see that even though they're bringing, they're keeping the old stuff, bringing back the new stuff, they are finally taking that leap in a big innovation that I guess we really haven't seen in Pokemon since even Pokemon, since like, I guess Pokemon Go yeah. would be that would have been like the first like big branching because you could actually bring it into the real world. But as far as like changing the core mechanic of the game and how it looks and how it functions, this seems to be like, that seems to be it. So hopefully it, it does well and breathe new life into the Pokemon games. Yeah, I agree. Speaking of which, Pokemon Go. I, I know that a lot of people still really play Pokemon Go and a new season of Pokemon Go just started. No idea what's different about it. Don't really understand what makes a season in Pokemon Go, but it's out there. Go for go, it. Go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> got this everybody i don't know what the difference is but you got this so we'll go ahead then and move on to the state of play which i think has a lot a lot of stuff i first originally was kind of like i don't know like watching through it i was originally kind of like oh okay that was it because like it for one we didn't get like the big announcements that i was hoping for we didn't get anything on horizon forbidden west we didn't get anything on god of war ragnarok which makes me think Ragnarok's for sure not coming out this year. Oh, for sure not. Horizon, no, probably isn't coming not. out this year. <laughs> like I, I'm, that makes me really nervous. But I'm, which makes which bums me out because I was like, oh my god, could we get a Horizon Zero Dawn game and and God of War sequel in the same year? Apparently not. But maybe just twenty. Well, you will. Not yeah, just in twenty twenty two. But I wanted them now. Damn it! It's all right. It's fine. I got Biomutant coming out finally. I can finally just enjoy that game. You know, and then I can I can wait for Horizon Forbidden West. Take your time. It's fine. It's cool. But, you know, some of the smaller stuff, they did show off some of the PS5 enhancements for Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. Uh, then some of the which then we have some, had a little bit of crossover with what was in the Nintendo Direct with Knockout City, the dodgeball game that, that looks I can't decide, honestly, how I feel about it. I, I can't decide if this looks like I, I guarantee you it's going to be a free game. You know, like I mean, free in the sense that they're going to give it out with PS Plus, like they've been doing with Bug Snacks, uh, Destruction All Stars, and even another game that they talked about in this in the state of play, uh, Odd World Soulstorm. That's coming out on PS Five. That's being released on April sixth, and it will be free uh, PS Plus game in April. PS Plus game for the PS Five users in April. So I'm saying though, if Knockout City, I don't think it comes out until where does Knockout City come out? Show me, uh, show me that release date. I don't um, know. Did it May twenty first? May twenty oh, first. Wow, so it'll be for only twenty bucks. So yes, it's for sure going to be. It'll be coming out that late in May. It's going to be a June free PS Plus game. Mark yeah. my words, please. I would like this written down in the prediction journal. But 
Um, I can't, if it's free, I'll try it. If it's not, I'm not going, uh, if it, I'm not going to try it just because it's just like, there are too many of these team brawler games already. I can only, I only have so much space for one <laughs> really, which is apex legends probably now and forever. But, um, I mean, but that doesn't say I won't, I won't try it. See, I think this game is at least to me really interesting. I, I honestly might not get it either. It doesn't look like it's exactly up my alley, but I do again, just really enjoy that people are trying to branch out from the established norms of the battle Royale, yeah. which is you know, team-based shooters, just shooters. And someone was like, Hey, remember dodgeball? What if we made a game out of that? That sounds pretty fun. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. I it's a very fun premise. Yeah, I think the premise is really fun. I think what I've seen so far of it looks really interesting. I do feel like they went way more into depth on this game in the Nintendo Direct. They really Mm -hmm. didn't spend that much time on it at all in the state of play, which I get it. Nintendo already covered it, so why bother? But uh, I think it looks really interesting, and I think it gives me really big Splatoon vibes, just sort of in in the demographic that I think they're aiming for. So I would be willing to give this game a shot and I'm pretty excited about it. But again, it's not technically news because we had already seen it somewhere else. And really you kind of already said it. The state of play was almost all games that we've already seen. So I'm honestly a little confused about why they even had one. And not that I'm complaining because I love getting news, but it's like, yeah, I just wanted to see more Kena Bridge of Spirits. Which we did. Which and we oh did. my God. Was so God. <laughs> it was so good. If I'm not getting Horizon Forbidden West oh, this year, that's yeah. my number one anticipated game. Like, holy shit, that game oh. looks so good. So it even you- looks, it even gives me like Horizon vibes. Oh, and yeah. like how you you switch from like melee staff combat to, to bow and arrow and with some magical abilities. Granted, there weren't magical abilities in Horizon, but still like that combination of the melee switching quickly to the ranged combat. I am here for it. And I'm here for everything about how that game looks. I'm here for everything about how that game sounds. And I'm here for everything about every, all those, which granted it was trailer music might not be real music, but I'm here for every note of that soundtrack because God bless. It looked amazing. Yeah, it looked incredible. Uh, so it did get pushed. I think that it was originally going to come out again. This is just another push. It was supposed to come out. I think this spring and it got mm-hmm. pushed to, I think, late summer. I do August not care. August 24th. Yeah, August 24th. I don't care one lick that it got pushed again. I well, it wait. actually... Oh, yeah. It got it actually got pushed because they announced it, I believe, back in... It might have been the state of play last year. It was. Uh, and so... And that's when they announced it. And then, like, at the end of last year, they they said, hey, we're pushing it. And it's been sitting with a, a release date unknown, just like 2021 kind of thing. And so it was finally they re-said, like, okay, here's your release date. August 24th or 26th. Um, so, you know, get ready. And oh boy, am I ready? If there's a special, this might be the game this year that if there's like a special edition uh, or anything like that, like collectors or whatever, like I might be getting it because, oh, if you pre order, you get celebration hats for your rot. Oh, hold on real quick. Hold on really quick, everybody. I got to show you this. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to break anything. Sorry, I can't show you, but I can show everybody else. Oh, <laughs> look cool. at this. Hang Look on, I'll just, I'll just those. our own Twitch. Oh my god! Oh, one of them's a little cake. Look How at those little hats. And then look. Oh, okay. So here you go. Digital Deluxe Edition comes with a digital album, golden rot skin, and a unique staff. Is it? Rot I'm, I'm, I'm here for this. Do what? Is it rot or rot? I think it's rot. From <laughs> what I heard, but I could be saying it wrong. I wasn't listening. I don't know. That close. I don't know either. I'm gonna say rot because <laughs> I think it sounds cuter. 
Oh yeah. Like it's, I'm all about it. I'm all about Keener Bridge of Spirits because it just looks like it's going to be a fantastic good time. Yeah. Uh, Doodle Bide says, I already wanted Kena and now I need it. Yeah. <laughs> he also, state of play equals look more Kena, which is very true. It is very um, true. I mean, and the, the fact that they, the, the Kena trailer, the new one was really long. So it mm-hmm. was clearly meant to be one of like the big keynotes of the state of play, which I get it. It's an amazing looking game. I am actually the most excited about its release date because it gives us more time to, get ps5s yeah <laughs> most people well, at least have one <laughs> at least though now it is coming to ps4 That's i believe true. which so i mean you could still get it but obviously like you're gonna get the best the best experience on, on the ps5 i imagine especially with the ha- the haptic triggers and like the the triggers and all that stuff because with that much melee or in ranged combat you're going to be feeling that in the controller so just you know i'm sure it will still be an uh, outstanding game even on the ps4 i mean because there are still outstanding games on the ps4 I'm not saying that just because the ps5 is out that those are now you know trashed here but it's you know it's going to be a fantastic game and i cannot wait for that yeah. uh we got to see a little bit more of returnal which the gameplay which I'm not very into the like procedurally generated things like this, where it's like it resets and every time you go through it, it's a new, it's a new, uh, it's an, like, it's a new, it's new. And that's kind of what Returnal looks like it's going to be. And I know even Hades is supposed to be that way too, but Hades actually, which I actually did just buy. Um, I can't wait to start that because I just love super giant games. So I'm willing to give anything they do a shot. Uh, but I was actually got strong, uh, control vibes from Returnal just in like how the combat and the movement and everything and some of the, the enemies and it showed off in that, in that gameplay. So that kind of made me a little bit more interested in it than I, than I already was. So I was excited to see that. Yeah. I mean, I will say I'm excited about Returnal. I think it's a really cool looking game, stupid name, but I like the look of the game <laughs> with games and consoles and being named stupidly these days. Well, look at how many games are coming out in a given year. Like I guess they're just trying to keep out. that unique. Yeah. My God, I, that would be, that would drive me crazy. How long did it take us to think of to come up with the name team chat podcast? My God, Not that long, it, it, <laughs> longer than I wanted it to be. It was their fault that everything else was taken already. But anyways, so uh returnal looks really cool. Um, they did of course talk a lot more about Oddworld Soulstorm, which honestly, this is the game that I could not possibly care less about. Like I'm, I'm literally like, it's going to be, it's going to be free. So I'll try it, but I'm like, but I'm not excited about it. I really like, don't even know anybody that is. I haven't talked to anybody yet. That's been like, Oh, odd world. That's my most anticipated game for 2021. It's like, why? (laughs) So I, I mean, maybe some people are really excited about it, but I personally could not care less. Uh, They did show off a bit more about two other games that I think. Uh, Torque says he likes, he likes odd world. There we go. We have one. There's the one. Oddworld, there's one. Uh, we had it for PS1 way back in the day when it first came out, and I think Bro Mogan really liked it too. But uh, it's just been so long. Um, anyway, it looks like it looks like those old Lemmings games that were yeah, on PC, it does. Where, especially when you're like freeing the other people and like they're following him and uh, Abe around, and you have to and like they get mercilessly killed in the or just you use them to some advantage. Like it kind of reminds me of those, but. I didn't play enough of those games either to get, to get like a big affinity for that. Yeah. So, um, I played Abe's Odyssey way back in the day, but don't remember a thing about it. Perfect. <laughs> Thanks for your input. <laughs> uh, there were so- a, co- 
Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, please go ahead. Good, sir. Oh, I was just going to say uh, that there were a couple of new games that were announced, such as Ultra Void. Oh, no, sorry. You travel into the Ultra Void with the new game Solar Ash, which I hadn't really play- heard about. I don't think that was a new announcement. It wasn't uh, a new announcement? Oh, no, okay. they showed off some stuff of Solar Ash, I think, either in a previous state of play or in just some weird update Sony did. I, I really liked the look of Solar Ash then. I still think it looks really cool. Um, Solar Ash is one of the games that I'm really excited about. Uh, Kena, Solar Ash, those are kind of my two, like, ooh, those games look like they're right up my alley. Yeah. So I'm not as excited about Solar Ash as Kena, of course. Duh, because Kena looks like Kena the best looks game incredible, ever. right? <laughs> but I am excited about it. And I think its visual style is really cool. It's a very stylish like just edgy looking game i think it's really nice it kind of looks like it's one that's going to be like building the momentum of your movement and like keeping that sustained for long periods of time is going to be the key to success in that game so i could see that being pretty fun especially as you start moving faster having hit the various prompts on time and at the right timing everything like that i think it's going to have some pretty cool stuff there the one though that was brand new that i'm like this does look awesome and I'm all about it is Sifu uh, Kung Fu experience game that's coming up. And that like, it almost looks like it's supposed to be returnal esque and like you get, you die or something like that. And then you, you go again because it shows your character like aging, but it also showed him getting killed. So I'm kind of like confused on what's going on there, but that looks like the action and the combat of that game is going to be pretty fun. And also like a pretty intense game to get to learn. So Sifu, for me, stood out and was like, oh, okay, all right, I'm about this Sifu life. What do you all think right, about Sifu? Did I'm, any, I'm re- any big? I'm reading up on what its story apparently is, and the Sifu in question is a man who's out for revenge. Ooh. So he's like avenging the murder of his family by a squad of mysterious assassins, and he spends the next eight years preparing for his revenge. So, uh, yeah. Our hero gets older. Oh, so it's like a magical thing. So to overcome the odds stacked against him, uh, the hero will rely on his Kung Fu skills and on a magical pendant that revives him upon death. Okay. Okay. Though, because the hero gets older every time he comes back to life. How long will you manage to survive before having to start over? Okay. I think that's an interesting concept. Obviously I am 100% here for old people video games <laughs> so you're gonna you're gonna run it right up to the wire we're like i can't um, die again and this oh is my no. sweet spot I'm because i'm an die. old man <laughs> i'm just gonna run straight into death ten thousand times in a row and then i'm gonna play the game as an old old man <laughs> but i gotta say though especially that the the hallway fight scene that they showed off in the trailer which looked a whole lot like the hallway fight scene from the marvel daredevil show i was just like i'm sold this looks Fantastic. So Sifu, I'm going to be all about when it drops. I, and, and again, this is another game with a very cool art style. Uh, the art yes. style of Sifu looks really nice. Yep. So that's going to be a good old time coming in 2021. That was the one thing that was a little disappointing about this too. Aside from like Kina, um, Oddworld, and Knockout City, I feel like everything was just like coming 2021. And so I'm kind of like, cool, I'm excited for this, but like you're also not giving, like I can't plan for when I can be excited yeah. for this because like, I just, I just don't know. Um, but we did get the tra- a new look at death loop and which was a badass trailer. One of the coolest trailers I've seen in a long time. And that trailer, I know it's a trailer. I know like trailers can be misleading. I know trailers can build up all kinds of the wrong kind of hype, but Mogan, I couldn't help being hyped. 
and totally, honestly, turning my opinion around this game. When we first heard about it, I was like, okay, cool. This looks, this is a fun concept, especially when we talked about it with uh, Mike and Shane on our most anticipated games of 2021. I was kind of like, cool. It sounds fun. I might give it a shot. That trailer made me want to play it because it like totally set this vibe of like this older, like spy type, you know, espionage cloak and dagger kind of stuff with with some really intense gameplay lots of nods to dishonored for when we saw especially like in that teleportation ability you have but also and i know it was just an artistic choice for this for the trailer but having a james bond style song singing about death loop and what's going on i was just like hell yes this is amazing so it totally turned my opinion around and i'm like yeah i'm gonna play death loop i mean i personally saw the trailer and i was like this isn't any different than what we've already seen. So different me, strokes for different folks, Mogan, but you know, <laughs> but, but the thing is, I also didn't need any more convincing. I already yeah. think that death loops looks really cool. Um, I thought the song was amazing. Uh, and really the only thing that they needed to tell me to be like, Oh yeah, I'll play that game was, Hey, the people that made dishonor are making this new game. It's all I care about. Dishonored yeah. is amazing. Death loop will probably be good. So I, I may not have faith in Bethesda, literally zero faith negative 10 faith in Bethesda, but I have very good faith in Arcane. So Arcane Studios, I think they I think they can hack it. I think they can make another amazing game. And if it's anything like Dishonored, I think it'll be worth a play. So Deathloop, sure, get excited about it. It looks pretty cool, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty into that for sure. So the last big tra- the reveal that no one cares about. I'm just kidding. A lot of people. I'm just. I'm just kidding. It was just so funny to me. The um, Final Fantasy Seven. Final Fantasy Seven remake. Intergrade is arriving on June 10th, 2021, which is a remaster, I guess, if you want to call it, of Final Fantasy Seven remake with graphics on PlayStation Five. There you go. I mean, so it's not. Yeah, it's not really a remaster. The the big thing about it is just that, the upgrade. Yeah. It, it's it's better graphics on PS5, but you are getting a whole new story, basically like a little right. side story that is going to feature the character of Yuffie, which a lot Yuffie, I, I think, yeah, Yuffie, I've, I've, Yuffie, yeah. I have had so many. So in my personal life, I have this project that I'm working on that involves many, many, many students from China, and there are a lot of names like Yifei and Yufei, so I'm like, is it Yufei? <laughs> because I'm confusing <laughs> it with all these real-life names that sound pretty similar. But anyways, yes, it's Yufei, which is, you know, one of the franchise's most beloved characters. I personally don't get that. <laughs> so Your brother does, though. Well, my brother does, yeah. So he's like, that's his waifu. She, she's she's wonderful. I like her. Uh, I just, you know, Barrett. Barrett's my husband for life. So mm. I don't care about all, I just want Mega Man, but Barrett. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyways, I think it looks like a really good idea for regenerating interest in Final Fantasy VII Remake as they bridge the gap between the first game and its eventual next formal installment. So right. again, love the concept. I like what they're doing here. It's like, yeah, you don't have the time and resources to make the whole nother game, but you still want to keep people's interest. Make a little short mini game to go between the two. I think that sounds like a great idea. Uh, and Yuffie does look really, really good. Just graphically speaking. Oh, she yeah. Looks 
fantastic in Final Fantasy VII Remake. So I think it's going to be really fun. Um, she definitely brings her own special energy to Final Fantasy VII. You know, Cloud can be such a such a downer sometimes. He's not exactly it's too serious. He's not exactly the smiling type. So I think Yuffie will be a fun take, uh, a fun a fun person to put yourself into her shoes in Final Fantasy VII. So I'm pretty excited about it. Nice. Uh, Sammy D says, I like Yuffie, but my, or Yuffie, but my girlfriend doesn't. She's a Vincent fangirl. Um, Gwen is correct. Uh, Vincent. Oh man, I wish I had it with me. I actually have two like legit figurines of Vincent. Oh, Vincent Sephiroth. I have Vincent and Sephiroth that I bought at an anime convention like 10 years ago from advent children (laughs) so i totally own a bunch of really cool merch for final fantasy 7 and i forgot about it and they're in this house somewhere i don't know where they are i just find them torque says i have a lot to say about the 7 remake but i left it on the discord last week okay so we'll check there and then uh b weaver says yofi has a partner has partner combos in combat which could be a sign of remake part two's combat i honestly thought though when this started out that this was the announcement of part two because i was just like oh man like this is good this is a good sign if they're able to have the the first part come out and then within the year they're already teasing us with part two i thought like you know me when it first started i was like oh wow that's cool way to to, for them to set like a solid uh time like uh, you know it's not like an episode like life is strange episode that you're having to wait like three months for or something but but to play the next hour of the game it's like okay cool they were able to like fast track this but then when i saw it was only like a dlc thing i was like oh okay i I understand that i understand that these games are going to be really big and like have a lot going for them yeah or you know but still though um I forgot what I was going to say, except that uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake is also one of the PS Plus games uh, for this for March. So that's pretty cool. Although getting that that way does not get you the upgrade to the PS5 versions. Correct. Which so, is a which is kind of which is a bummer. But uh, real quick, if you lose me, it's because my battery died because I forgot to plug in my laptop. Oh no! Professional gamer here. <laughs> Plug it in. I think it's got another ten minutes left in it. Maybe. Well, we can wrap this up in ten minutes for sure. Because I mean, that pretty much, unless it's something else I've missed, something else that uh, you know, chat, let us know if we've missed something big that you want our little uh, quick take on here. Well, that was pretty much all the news I had to go over. So lots of big stuff on the horizon for, except for Horizon Forbidden West, but. You know, there's still a lot of stuff coming out for gamers, regardless of your various fandoms or whatnot, to be looking forward to playing because there's just a, you know, we're we're just barely into 2021 and there's already a heck of a lot of stuff coming out. So it's going to be another banner year for games, I'm sure. My question is, when is Vampire 2 coming out called the new pandemic? And it's just going to take place like in America right now. Jonathan... Yes, he, is he still going to be the, the main he's guy? Gonna, he's going to be like, you dumb bastards. You didn't learn from the last game, did you? <laughs> this be is why vampires need to rule the world. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the oh, free man. Clank download started yesterday. Yes. Oh, thank yes. You. That's Clank. right. 20, the 2016 uh, PS4 version of Ratchet & Clank is available for free as part of the play at home initiative that uh, PlayStation is doing. So they'll be doing some other stuff with that too, but that's like the first bit and that became available for download for free 
you don't have to have PS Plus at all, anything like that. You can just go download Ratchet and Clank. So that's pretty cool that they're doing that. So, oh, Doodle, why are you sad about this twenty about it being twenty sixteen one? I think he thought it meant Rift Apart, not that oh, one. Rift yeah. Apart, we're, man. We're oh, that's another game yet. I'm so excited for. Rift Apart's going to be fantastic. Yeah, it is going to be wonderful. But uh, it's not coming out until a little bit later. So for now, later. June, I think? I'll have to play Bravely Default 2. <laughs> I know. I'm surprised that you like it. Oh. Uh, that, you know, you got it. You got to show it off. I mean, it's currently covered up by a stupid sticker from, from when I went to go pick it up. You'll just hang on. Oh, here we go. People love this kind of stuff, right? Oh, yeah. Here, I'll be quiet for that ASMR. Oh. It's so quiet. You actually can't hear it. Yeah, I'll just show me. Damn yeah, it. look at oh, that. Oh, look at that perfect peel. peel. Ooh. 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 There we go. Oh my god. Anyways, yes. So I have just acquired my very own Bravely Default 2. Pretty much as soon as we get off of here, I'm gonna go play it. <laughs> <laughs> and I will see you in in uh, a year or so. They also right? strangely included a small set of Bravely Default 2 coasters. Hey. Why? <laughs> why why not? You- why would you do this, Best Buy? I don't understand. Wait, okay, so I got... Oh, okay, this thing actually looks kind of nice. Got a little, 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 little poster. Print? Yeah, a little print. Aww. Oh, it's actually very cute. Oh yeah, my like god. That. It's adorable. Okay, actually, I'm I'm really excited about that. It's really cute. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Opinion oh, has changed. Oh, never mind. The coasters are really cute. You judged the book by its cover I too quickly. Judged too quickly. These are Man, adorable. Four. Yeah, four there's coasters. four of them. They all nice. feature the same design, but still, sure. Thanks, Best Buy. Are those going to be the fancy coasters that no one can use, but they're just out for display only? No, these actually don't appear to be waterproof, so I don't think I'll actually be able to use them. But those I look like the coasters that the like Nintendo ones that I that I have on my desk. Oh yeah, they might be, but uh, yours are actually, I think more laminated. These actually feel very matte. So I would be very hesitant to actually get them wet, but whatever the point is, yay, bravely default two, and all this weird random merch they gave me. (laughs) 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 All righty. Well, thanks everybody for hanging out with us as we broke down all the news and announcements coming out soon. Lots of great stuff that we're going to get to look forward to playing soon. And uh, we hope, that you'll enjoy it all as we enjoy it and talk about it with you all here on the show. So until next time, everybody, I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined across the power of the internet by Rachel Mogan. Peace out. Also hashtag sponsored, hashtag bowed up. That's right. Get your buns at bowed up, everybody. We'll see you all next time.